0: Okay, can I just get back to the Adam Driver and Joanne Tucker movie really quick? Please do. Um, okay, so I was reading about them and a, an article about them, and it was like, if you haven't seen this movie, you should see it. So I googled it, and it just popped right up, and I was like, okay, I'm going to just like zoom, like fast forward to like the middle of it. I got the gist of it from the beginning. They're in this new house, and. They're sleeping, and he's asleep, and I don't want to give everything away, but she keeps looking at the vent that leads to the basement from their bedroom, and then she gets back into bed, and he's like, what's the matter? And she's like, nothing. And he goes, you think something's down there, don't you? She's like, no, yes. (laughs) And so they investigate. And it's just that natural anticipation of being afraid of the unknown. You know, like the man of the house is going to be like, oh, honey, don't you want me to go down and check? I'll go down and look. Okay, I'm going into the scary laundry room now. Um, So it's that type of thing. A lot of the suspenseful feelings.
2: What's the name of this
0: again? The Basement.
2: And where did you watch it again? YouTube. Home internet? Did you use I it? I sure did.
0: You damn right I did.
2: Whoa, whoa, Donna.
0: Oh, sorry. You did right, right To I all did. of
2: our kids who are staying home right now and oh. listening with... Oh, I'm
0: sure they're tuned in to my talk. Mammy and Peapaw. I don't want to be called Mammy. <laughs> That's a term
2: of endearment, Donna. If you're 90... Will Smith posted a video. Some people were saying, wait a minute, this is kind of a flex. Other people were saying, wait a minute, this ain't cool. He, like, assaulted Chris Rock. I saw this video the other day. It was on his Instagram. And he, uh, I thought it was funny. But I I get where the critics are coming from. He posted a split-screen TikTok the other day. So there's somebody who was on TikTok and was telling a lesson, giving you like a little lesson like, hey, did you know? And so people can do split screens where they just react to the other video, okay? She in this video is saying things like, did you know that you can pick any object, look at it, and ask what it thinks of you? And you'll get an answer in your mind from your intuition. So at one point, literally, like, she's like, you could like even pick up a pen And ask it what it thinks of you. And then your intuition will get the answer. So put me down for a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But that's not why you called. Hang on one second, Don. I'll get right back to you. I need to chat with my computer mouse real quick. Funny and charming. Thanks, computer mouse. Anyway, um, she, as she was saying this, you can pick up any object and ask what it thinks of you. And then right at the last frame... Will Smith brings his Oscar into the shot and looks at it, boom, and then the video cuts. So the joke being, so first you're like, oh, he's just kind of having fun with this sort of out there thought that you can ask inanimate objects what they think of you, and you will hear from them via your intuition. And then he flips the script at the end, plot twist, pulls in the Oscar, meaning, haha, what would the Oscar think of Will Smith after, you know what he did at the oscars i thought it was creative
0: I, I don't what's creative about it hold on let me go get my cma award i'll be right back donna <laughs> what? Do you, you have it there, don't you? Just get I do. it I want I to see right it behind me. All right, hold yeah, on I a sec. sec. You talk amongst yourselves.
2: All right, I'm not going to convince. I just thought it was a creative, funny way, essentially saying obviously the Oscar would think bad things about him because he lost his mind that night. Ladies and gentlemen, and the winner of the Country Music Association Award is Donna Valentine and her hillbilly co-host. What does it say on the front?
0: <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if I could get it in the frame.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Valentine on the front. Yeah, it looks like a glorified paperweight. What does it say fully on the front? What did you win oh, for? Outstanding
0: um, country for radio host? or Oh, uh, let's see. Not a Valentine. Major market broadcast personality of the year. 2012. I mean, it was a good run.
2: 2012, and then it was, what, about a year and a half later, and they were like, bye. You went from Correct. CMA to canned?
0: Uh, CMA to ACM nominated to canned, yeah. Listen, guys,
2: there, there life are is peaks hard. and there are valleys. Listen,
0: yeah,
2: it was uh, it was about two weeks before I was told that I was getting my contract was not getting renewed at my former employer, meaning Reels where I used to work, that someone in management there had said, "Hey, we heard from the consultants and they said that the show that you." like co-created wrote produced hosted is uh the best original program that they've seen in six years and i was like well great good let's buy a house here in new mexico two weeks later steve can you see me in my office and then like an idiot i make this joke as i stand up well guys i guess this is the end spoiler it was (laughs) and uh took me over sat me down said we're uh Not going to be renewing your contract. We're taking you off of your show. We're flying somebody else in to come and host it. If you want to stay on as a writer, you can. We'll put you on some other shows until your contract is out. They did honor my contract, which is really lovely. So I did what any self-respecting adult man would do. I went into my dressing room, called my wife, and cried. I was shocked. Did you have a baby at the time? Two. Whoa. Two babies. And we yeah. had moved to New Mexico, it's hard. but it's, it's a funny. tough business. It is a tough business, and especially when it's personality-driven, you're liked until they're over you, and that's okay. That's a part of the process, right? It's you got to right. move different people in. It's not like
0: the sucky part is like the moving. There was a, there was a time I moved from New Jersey to Georgia, from Georgia to Texas. Four months after moving to Texas, Gone. everybody wiped out. Everybody, I mean, and then you're like, you've got your tail between your legs. You're like, okay, I got to pack up and now go back to New Jersey, get married, and then find a job.
2: Yeah, that's why the the market chase is, that's the double-edged sword, right? Because you get to a bigger market, a bigger audience. Right. There's something that people ask me, they're like, oh, are you trying to move to New York? Are you going to move to LA? I'm like, there's so much life disruption. Just let me stay here. I'll travel and do things here and there, but just take a break, everybody.
0: Yeah, man. Kids need stability.
2: The um, people, there was like a parade. It was like being awake at your own wake. People came into my desk that day, one after the other after the other. It was 11-11, my And Steve just
0: said it's 11-11. Dude, we're so
2: sorry. We can't believe this is happening. Is this real? Blah, blah, blah. Because I was like, the golden boy there. I was on all these different shows. People were like, oh, you get it. You know, just like you tell me at my talk. Like, oh, you get all this special treatment. That's what they were telling me and then boom, gone. But here's the interesting thing. All the people who came in and said, we're so sorry that day, probably 80% of them, it felt like, were gone before my contract was (gasps) up. It was just, mine was the first boot to drop and then boom. It just kept going and going. Yeah. Tough time. Hang in there, kids. Sometimes those disappointments... Actually end up becoming real blessings, blessings in, disguise. in disguise. You yep.
0: got it, buddy. This is why we're best friends. I Woo!
2: don't feel the same. You when do, we too. Back, there are, uh, I've been teasing this, Donna, underrated things mm-hmm. that you should spend your money on that will be worth it, but also a really compelling study. Results are in about a four-day work week, and we yes. hope and pray... That our management wises up and listens and implements this effective immediately. We'll get into it when we go back, Donna. Steve, bye talk. (gasps) Let's quickly talk about the four day work week in this study, right? Can we lead with that? Let's get nerdy.
1: Yep. Studies have shown that. Studies
2: have shown that the microbial.
1: Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve.
0: Right, guys, we all want this to happen. Four day work week. Ever heard of it? Uh, no. So, the experiment that was done was so successful that 92% of companies are keeping it. It was the largest four day work week experiment. It is wrapped up after six months. And again, of companies say they are going to keep the policy going forward. 15% of employees say there is no amount of money that could get them to go back.
2: I'd call that bluff.
0: Yeah, me too. So this is the world's largest pilot program, and it took place over six months in the U.K., but it did involve researchers from all around the globe, including Boston College, the University of Cambridge, 61 companies participated with nearly 3,000 employees. And the companies could choose how they would like to structure it, like giving an extra day off per week or reducing their working days in a year to average, to like come out to 32 hours per week. So it wasn't like 40 hours crammed into four days necessarily. Sure. Sure. The only requirement was that they could not cut salaries or benefits. The workers would get 100% of pay, and in exchange, they would deliver 100% of their usual work. In the end, resounding success for employees and employers. Are
2: you listening, management?
0: Are you? Sea Monster! It wasn't just about less working hours for the same money. Um, 15% of the employees who uh, participated said, you know, they will never go back to a five-day week, like I said, regarding more money. You're calling the bluff, but here's what they reported. Workers found better sleep, better stress levels, better personal lives, better mental health. They spent more time with their kids and their families and their household duties got done. They spent more time with their friends. So that's from the, the employee side. Yes. But then on the employer side, they reported that their revenue stayed broadly the same during that trial, but went up 35% on average when compared with a similar period from previous years. Wow. They had less turnover, fewer sick days, less burnout, and they were happy with the employees' performance. How about that? Ninety-two That's great. percent of them are going to continue for a four-day work week, even though this trial is over. I, I think it's over. great.
2: I think it's great. I think it's uh, not every not every business can do it. You know, different ones have different output that they're doing. You can't, you know, like restaurants stuff like that. They want to be open every right. day. Uh, but I think that there's a lot where you where you can. And think if you just gathered up a group of people and said, "Hey, guys." For the next month, we're going to give you Friday off. In exchange, could you just promise me that you're going to work a little harder? I'm not going to see any drop-off in your work. You'll get it done, and then you get to really enjoy each weekend. Everybody be like, bleep. Yeah, we can. Donna, there's an old saying that I like to recite, and I will recite until the day I die. And it is this. Listen up, everybody. Never forget this. This is one of the truer truths of the work world. Impact over hours. Productivity over hours over presence. The, is Judy sitting at her desk all eight hours? That is an archaic way to judge the impact that somebody is having on your given business. Impact is more important than ours. Likewise, productivity, are they getting the job done? Are they doing it well? Are they carrying their load? That's more important than their presence is Jim at his desk every day. Every time that I pass, is he's sitting there. Doesn't matter. What if Jim's not really getting much done? He's just kind of like there. He doesn't have any friends. He's just hanging out of work all day. Impact over hours. Productivity <laughs> over presence. It's the way of the future. I must be heard. I don't know why I yelled. Probably the Greek yogurt I ate during the break. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. now we shift yeah i love it i hope this i hope more companies consider this for sure well i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a
2: blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What was the saying that I just shared with you? I want to see if you remember it and it meant a lot to you. Uh,
0: productivity over presence. Jim uh, oh, has no the friends. Character.
2: Well, that I shouldn't uh, have said. Impact over hours.
0: Impact over hours, productivity over presence.
2: Impact is more important than hours. Productivity is more important than presence. Get with it, people. <laughs> and now, okay, thank you, Steve. I shift to a BuzzFeed article that I read this morning. We're not going to get through all okay. 17, but I found it compelling. 17 things that are absolutely worth the money in the long run, according to Hit the people me. who have them. Hiring movers, absolutely. worth the money. It can be a lot. It's an investment, but then you're not packing boxes for eight months and, you know, bribing your friends with pizza and beer. They have jobs. You know, they understand how poorly they're being paid when you just spring for the pizza and Miller Lite. Good shoes. Spend your money on good shoes. They say bad shoes will trash your whole body. I have been a big time skimper on shoes. I noticed. You actually have. That's not a bit. (laughs) Last time I bought some at Target, and I was like, "Aren't these cool looking?" You were like, "They just look cheap." (laughs) That is very. And if they
0: look cheap, they probably feel not the best. Yeah, it
2: felt. I'll tell you what I do, Steve.
0: I buy expensive shoes for cheap. Got it.
2: Got it. Hang on, I just okay. I wrote it down. Okay. Good. Uh, A good dishwasher. Spend your money on a good dishwasher. I have my sister and my mom both have really great dishwashers. They don't have to rinse before. We do a full wash and they're always like, guys, you will never be sad if you spend the money to get a really great dishwasher. Cost per use, it'll reap rewards every day. We're in the process. We're making a purchase soon. Thank you. Do
0: you know where I thought you were going? Where? You said my sister and my mother. I thought you were referring to them as the dishwashers.
2: Yeah, that's the, isn't that that old joke, right? <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Yeah, find yourself a good dishwasher and marry her, right. something like that.
0: Yeah, right. Donna,
2: you are sexist, and honestly, I don't have the appetite for it today. <laughs> <laughs> a, a massage from a competent masseuse or masseur. <gasps> yes! How about this, Donna? I know this is going to hit home for you. One of those drain snakes... It says, man, what a disgusting lifesaver. I don't know if we still have ours, and I know you wanted to borrow one.
0: Okay, I did find one, but it's like the cranky type. Yeah. The type that you crank, because I have a uh-huh. clog in a drain in the, my roomie's shower. I got to get in there and take it apart and give it, a, give it my best shot. Even, you know what, can I even, to take it further, the, you know the plastic one with the teeth on the sides? Get a big, long one, stick it in down your drain, pull it up. Oh, it is so satisfying.
2: I'm going to continue this list tomorrow because there are more. We'll do it in tomorrow's study, too, but I want to give you one more today. They say it's worth investing in money well spent on a good desk chair. So many people have crappy discount chairs at their desk. Get a good desk chair. You will reap the reward every time you sit down. Hi, okay. thank you. Hey, we need two callers now. 651-641-1071. A millennial and a Gen Xer. We're going to play the Millennial
0: X Games next. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is uh, 1130 and our favorite pet lobster has entered the building. The, tone, the time will be Rock O'Clock. Rock <laughs> O'Clock.
1: Hello. You're not going to believe what we need on the phone right now. Oh, Gen You're not going to believe it. No, we have the Gen Xer. That's kind of our demo, right? We're kind of hitting those people that are Gen X. Oh, sure. Gen-X. But we know you youngsters are out there, you millennials. Or Gen yeah. Z. We'll take a Gen Z. We'll it's take a like Gen Z. here, guys, man. we take
2: boomers. We take anybody from a fogey to a toddler. I mean, you
1: could win something. You know, I'm not privy to what the prizes are like I used to be. You know, when I was full-time part of the show, I'd have access. Oh, they get a T-shirt. Oh, they get a, a hat. Now I'm just guessing. Let's go with T-shirt. <laughs> it's Let's a see. grad bag. It's something. Yeah, we'll send you the mic Talk You get to be on the sack. radio. Remember when that was like a huge deal?
2: I think for some people, it still is Rocco. Oh, okay. We, cool. we don't feel that way anymore because we are, and we say this humbly, major radio stars. But <laughs> for the normal people out there, it's still thrill. They hear that. They're waiting on hold. And then you hear the, and now you know you're on the air. That's exciting. Yeah,
1: very it really exciting. is. I shouldn't have uh, poo-pooed it. I'm, I'm very privileged to be on the radio with you guys. And I'm privileged to play a game called Millennial X Games. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve the Millennial. (sighs) I can't even. Versus Donna the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. We got some players. We got some questions. We got Don and Steve. Let's put them all together and play a game. Let's start with Cassie, a Gen Xer. Hello.
2: Cassie, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
2: You're going to be my lifeline, and so you and I will form a bond today that won't be broken until one of us croaks. Okay. (laughs) All right. Sorry, I went in too hot there um thank you cassie thank you for calling i hope that i can help win you that solo boat oar that we are giving out <laughs> as a prize today let's find out who the millennial is let's who... do
1: it i believe it's annie it's gonna be annie v cassie today hi
0: annie hello good morning hi Woo, where are you How- calling from i am working from home in many south minneapolis right now what yeah. A- yeah all right steve has a question go ahead
2: I was just going to ask you if you felt comfortable sharing. What age are you?
0: I am 38.
2: Wow. You okay, are a perfect. full-blown millennial. Perfect. This is awesome. Okay. This
0: is awesome. Yeah. Okay. I will I'm be here. coming to you, Annie.
1: Cool. All right. Annie's there. Uh, I'm here. You know what? The I theme want Steve is to, to go first. Okay. And oh. the fun theme about today is I've picked uh, things that have to do with uh, snow. And blizzards. And did you hear stuff. about the snow? I did. And where is it? Because I was able to drive across town a couple of times this morning. And uh, whatever. Rocco! It's
2: intermission.
0: Don't.
2: But there is a part Ted. of me, guys. There is a part of me. I'm getting fooled by this intermission. It's lulling me, and I'm like, this isn't. This isn't real. We're gonna get like three to six inches of snow.
0: That would be amazing.
2: I don't think it's gonna happen. But I'm just saying, there the doubter inside of me is like, I call bull, Dookie.
1: I know I don't hmm. want to poo-poo that either, but yeah, I don't know. Let's let's All hope right. it comes. Anyway, can I sure. ask Steve go first? Why not spin the wheel, Steve? <laughs> Movies. Movies. Um, I believe I've quizzed you on this movie before. It takes place in Antarctica, in the snow. It came out in uh, nineteen eighty-two. It was John Carpenter's The Thing. Who was the star of The Thing? He was a former child actor.
2: Lifeline, let's bring Cassie and Cassie. Cassie, who played The Thing?
1: Well, he wasn't The Thing, but he was he the star.
2: The oh, who was the star in The Thing?
1: I, gee, I, I don't know
0: but I'll guess David Carradine but that is a total guess and I'm I'm sure it's not right
1: you know I just feel like giving hints and stuff today um Great. I was, no.
0: uh, what, what? I mean who
1: cares anymore Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do. oh my god what if we did this in a baseball game and the ump is like you know what whatever he looked safe even though he was probably out
1: I'll take um, the hint he was uh, a Walt Disney kid, and I'm looking at what um, uh, movies he made. The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit, Guns in the Heather. Um, he's also married to a 70s A-list lady. Ah. What the um, <laughs> Nothing. More. Freddie Prinze Jr.? Oh, not bad. It uh, was, let me see, is... he was in The Hateful Eight. He was either Tango or Cash. I can't remember which one. So
2: far, zero hints have helped me. We're going to say David Carradine or Caruso, whichever one is closer to right. Final.
1: The Tango and Cash doesn't do anything for him?
2: Nothing.
0: Well, uh, wait, it does for me. Um, yeah. He's married to Goldie Hawn. Um, or Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Kurt Russell, yeah. How
2: funny. That was the first thought that came to my head because he was in... With the Disney thing a long time ago, it was in like intro Disney videos and stuff. And I don't know why I didn't say it out loud. But hey, man, we did it without pretty much any hints. So yes, we got a point. Eat it, Donna.
1: Without any hints. That's right. Um, yeah. We're having fun. I'm having a good time. Yeah, you know, I want. Uh, I just want you guys to get these right.
2: The rule follower listeners right now are going to email and be like, "I hate it when Steve takes hints like that." Hey guys, you can email them directly to me at I don't care and I'm not responding.
1: <laughs> Spin it, Donna. Right. Television. Television. In season ten of Friends, mm-hmm. a blizzard disrupts a wedding involving the friends. Whose wedding was it? I don't
0: know. I don't remember. No hints. Monica Monica and David. Not David. Monica and whoever David Schwimmer played, Ross. Monica and... No, they were brother and sister. That's not going to (laughs) work. Rachel. Yeah, somebody almost didn't make it to the wedding. Rachel and Ross?
1: What if I told you the groom was Paul Rudd? Shoot.
0: I'm just going to go to my girl, Annie.
1: Okay. Annie.
0: Annie.
1: Annie. Annie, are you Annie, hoping okay? you're a Friends
0: fan. Oh, I'm a huge Friends fan. Okay. It was Paul, or sorry, Paul Rudd, but it was Mike and Phoebe.
1: Yeah, it was. Mike and Phoebe. Yeah, and we still got to get Annie. line two cleaned up. I don't know what that's about. I don't blame Annie for yeah, that. We'll maybe. give you a ding. All right, maybe, maybe I'm done with hints. I don't know. Okay. Let's spin it, Steve. Music. Music. Yes. Uh, this was a big song for Simon and Garfunkel in the 60s. Yes. I bring it up in the Gen X category, though, is an all-female band. uh, Took it to number two on the Billboard charts in 1987. What was that all-female band?
2: Oh, gosh. Was it the Bengals? um, You know what? I'm just going to go the Bengals. I don't think that's right, but I'm not going to come up with any other all-female guests. That's my final.
1: It was correct. Yes.
0: Wow.
2: A- very inferior version time. to Simon and Garfunkel, if you ask me, but I like me some Simon and Garfunkel.
1: Yeah, unless you were like 15 and thought uh, Susanna Hoffs was the cutest little thing around.
2: I guess this kind of slaps. She was something.
0: I think what? I would have said Banana Hmm.
2: He could mm. have
1: said the Go-Go's. Let's keep yeah. going. Anybody All right. Anybody else? No, I don't want to play anyone.
2: Okay, bye. Two to one. Come get it, Donna.
0: Come get right.
1: it, done. Big money! Woo! Come
0: on, come on, come on. Big money, big money.
1: Not music, Movies. No, music. Movies. Okay, okay. Um, there was a movie in 2004 directed by Michel Gondry. And remember, these are all questions about snow and blizzards and snowstorms and stuff. Uh, the final scene ends with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet frolicking together on a snowy beach. What was that movie? I have no idea. It's a six-word title.
0: So I guess it's not Nurse Betty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is not Kate Winslet. Uh, It's a six-word title.
1: I have no idea. Pass. Pass it was. Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. I mean, haven't you seen that, Donna? Sort of. You know, when I was Googling uh, like best romantic movies for Valentine's Day a couple weeks ago, uh, for personal use and trivia use, that movie came up a lot.
2: For personal use, you know, don't, don't say the use. That <laughs> <laughs> feels like it's a just a gateway. Yeah, it's it involved. Mm-hmm intercourse let's move on <gasps> wait
1: um what? it was valentine's day what are you gonna do
0: <laughs>
1: actually i did not watch a romantic movie with my I, wife at all uh, oh was God. probably at some vfw and, <laughs> and I probably was buffalo doing or something karaoke in watching some new
2: up-and-coming hipster band called corn snacks and cracker jacks or something weird
1: yes um all right donna you want to spin the wheel I think I just did. Okay. <laughs> Music. Um, I'm going to play you a song called Valley Winter Song. All right, Donna?
0: No, it's not my turn. No, it's isn't your it? turn.
1: Oh, I no, it's, it's my, my turn. You Is it? Yeah, give me back the wheel. <laughs> oh, she
2: just bobbed on eternal sunshine.
1: Um, That means you have to go beep, boop, 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 TV. Bop, bop.
2: All right, I'm going to give you uh,
1: the IMDb description of a show uh, from the late 70s uh, involving a snowstorm. Season six, Chicago widow Florida Evans is called into work as a substitute bus driver. But the bus gets stuck in the snow with all the kids, including Penny, played by Janet Jackson, stranded with her. Name that show.
2: Rod. Okay, was it not the Jeffersons? Different
1: strokes. She and that we go different
2: strokes. I'm gonna lock that in right now.
1: Nope, Donna. Good time. Good times. Dang it. All yeah, right, that's now a Donna hits beep boop well, music. Well, I can't win anyway, but can't we'll just you do it? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm play you just- a song called Valley Winter Song. Okay. This is on a 2003 album called Welcome Interstate Managers, and it features this band's biggest hit, a hit featuring a video uh, starring a uh, model, Rachel Hunter, as a hot mom. Name no that say
0: Fountains of Wayne. That is
1: right. December, it is. Whoa! <laughs> the song we yes, were going some... for was uh, uh, <laughs> "Stacy's Mom" by oh, okay, Fountains okay. of Wayne, yeah, New Jersey song.
2: Got it going on. Donna, didn't mm-hmm. isn't that a tie now? Didn't you get two right? No,
0: I did not get "Eternal Sunshine."
2: Did you get the first one right?
0: Yeah. Oh, you're right
1: because you didn't a tie. get the last one.
2: It's a tie! All right, quickly, tiebreaker, running out of time. Tiebreaker, how
1: many episodes were there of Friends?
2: Donna, you can go first or second. You get to choose. I don't want
0: to. I'll go second.
2: Go. All right, I'm going to say
1: 224. Donna. One. <laughs> steve's right according to wikipedia 236 episodes Whoa.
0: Oh, Wow. That cassie you just cassie. won a my talk boat or we'll
1: say goodbye to annie first bye annie you were lovely
0: bye annie sorry bye.
1: thank you for sorry, helping line two is so Annie's crusty. like stuck
0: like in that poltergeist yeah i think yeah. it's that
1: line we got to talk to the end <laughs> she called us from the great uh, line beyond. one is Cassie. Hey, she's go, cassie. a winner well
0: thank you steve Hi, you you did all the heavy lifting
2: you aren't telling lies there, my friend. Um, we're going to send you some prizes and you celebrate, okay? Stay safe in the snow. I will. Thank you. All right. I love you. Bye.
0: Have a okay. good day, we gotta go, Rocco. Thank you. Thank love you your work. Thank you for everything.
2: When we come back, we call our cafeteria to, to find out why they're serving chili today. That note. Stop
1: go for Crescent Tide cremation services. I know it's odd to be talking about end of life stuff every day on the radio, but you know what? I'm glad that uh, my family talks about this stuff. My mom said, hey, uh, I want uh, this when it's my time. I want a simple cremation and I want to do it from this company you've been talking about, this local family owned business in St. Paul Crescent Tide. It's Lisa and Verlin. They used to be in the full service funeral business and then they were just like you know, what it just seems like so many people today want a simple cremation. They don't need all this big fancy stuffy stuff. Let's just give the people what they want: a simple cremation, starting at eight hundred dollars, and let's keep it uh, simple and transparent. So, if you go sit down with Lisa and you want a pre-plan like my mom did, or a death in the family occurs, and you talk to Lisa. They'll talk you through some things. They'll talk you through if you want to get a better urn, if you want to do a visitation. But it is transparent and simple. Check them out today. Look at their Google reviews, Crescent Tide Cremation Services.
0: Hey. hey guys. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show before the big storm on My Talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment.
2: Yeah, let me see. Let me give you a quick timeline here. Everybody's wondering about the, uh, the storm and, and the winds and all that kind of stuff.
0: Is this accurate uh, information?
2: This is uh, accurate information. Uh-huh. Um, now through like 4 p.m. today, you know, this morning, and uh, there's some snow falling in place, stuff like that. Just like light snow, inch maybe up to three, some blowing snow in open areas. I've already seen some blowing snow. Uh, but 4 p.m. today, Wednesday. Hump Day. Donnie. you haven't even referenced that it's Hump Day yet.
0: Hey, everybody. Happy Hump Day.
2: Awesome. 4 p.m. today through 4 p.m. Thursday. Heavy snow. Gusty winds. Possibly some thunder producing whiteouts in open areas. There could be some snow drifts of two to four feet in some places. Oh, my Uh, gosh. Snow accumulations of... Nine to twelve inches. About a foot is what we could be looking at just from four PM today until four PM tomorrow. Um, so when you total out like kind of the storm accumulations from what fell yesterday in through tomorrow, they're thinking somewhere fifteen to twenty inches. You know, some areas could maybe see a little more, some a little less. But it's just a lot of snow for Minnesota. And I think the the second highest snow total that we've had in the metro in one storm, I believe, is like twenty one inches. We just don't get dumped on a lot. We no. get a bunch of three and six inches. Ten is a lot to talk about, but the foot to two feet doesn't happen all that often. So,
0: no, it should be I'm, fun. I'm just sitting here wondering how to proceed. Do I go out and shovel my deck now and my patio and oh, my Lord roof? No. I, oh, yeah. Are we supposed to be doing that in the roof?
2: What, when's the I next time know. you're going to go on your deck?
0: Well, never.
2: Okay, so I'd, I'd hold off on <laughs> shoveling mean, that today.
0: Really? Yeah. You'd wait till it's super heavy?
2: Let me tell you how often we shovel our deck. Okay. Zero times ever. Just Why let that? it melt. You're not going to go mean, out until it melts it's anyway. It's equipped
0: to handle a lot of weight. I just think when it gets up to the top of the rail, that's when you got to start, you know, thinning it out.
2: Yeah. That's my, my opinion. Okay. I think you're okay. going to be okay. I don't think it's going to get to the top Fine. of the rail today.
0: Okay. Thanks. You're right. <sighs> Okay, <laughs> I talked her off the
2: ledge. Yeah, it was fun. I mean,
0: listen, I'm very impressionable.
2: That is the truth. Thank you.
0: In some ways, in other ways, I don't like being told what to do.
2: Isn't that funny? That is also the truth. <laughs> I could mention something about, like, boy, if any, have you tried these pink grapes? They're new. Anyway, weird. Mention it in passing tomorrow. She's like, so I ate those pink grapes. I stopped at Lund's and Wireless on the way home. <laughs> yes. And other times I'm like, Donna, please just watch this 30-minute show. It will really bring joy to your life. Please just try. Uh, I don't know. I have other stuff. I'm a busy lady.
0: Remember, you turned me on to that ratatouille pasta. Which, by the way, you can't find anymore. People are just loving that.
2: And some people have said it's our show that caused the shortage. Some people say that we may have caused the chip shortage that upset the car market.
0: We're the reason eggs are so expensive.
2: Call your congressperson.
0: Yeah, maybe don't hang your head on that. Uh, Should we call Brian down in the calf?
2: Yeah, to fill time, if for nothing else. Let's give him a buzz.
1: <laughs> Come down for Moose Soup after! It's always a surprise Oh no, it's rocket cheese It's always a surprise Oh no, it can't be It's so free today So, down soup-free to the surface It's good, it's big Soup day
0: You do all the talking. I'm sickly. Brian. Albert ding, ding, yeah, Please leave a message.
1: Boom, 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 boom.
0: Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options.
2: Listen up, you big tall weasel. You made chili today, okay? You <laughs> wow, buy that crap? Personal. It gets shipped. It. Sorry, did I go too strong? Let me try it again. Oh. <clears throat> Hopefully, it's not recording yet. Hey, Big Nasty nothin'. Chef Brian. Hey, Stevie Boy and Donna. Um, <laughs> hey, man, it's chili day. You hardly even lift a finger for that. You pretty much take chili from a bag that somebody else makes, <laughs> heat it up, and schlep it out to the people who have lowbrow taste. So you couldn't spare a minute to talk to us? You know something? You are a real thorn in my side. Donna, you try talking. I feel like I'm screwing this up.
0: You are the problem with this world.
2: No, 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 you're
0: telling the world, that's too (laughs) much. All right, right. not the world, but can you answer the phone next time? We're trying to be buddies with you. Also, I've heard that he's turned
2: down, he's declined a television appearance. Twin Cities Live has been trying to get him on. I know. uh, unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm trying to think why he's turned it down, presumably his appearance, but beyond that, he has good food.
0: <laughs> I just think the food would speak for itself. <laughs> not you, Brian. We're talking about a totally different chef named Brian. You don't. Yeah, know he him.
2: works at a different station.
0: Yeah, totally. You don't All know. All right, him. bye. See you, man. Right, be safe. All right.
2: Be safe.
0: Never. Why do you think his problem is? I'm not We're sure how
2: far into your ear you can go with a Q-tip. What? Oh, Brian's <laughs> what calling back. Talking about.
0: All right. Are you, what, <clears throat> what is happening?
2: Hi. Uh, hey, Brian. Hey, man. How are you? Yeah, how's that message? Very kind, <laughs> oh, hey. I think. Oh, good. Nice. Em- emotionally measured and nothing regrettable Got on it? our part. Donna may have said, you hey, hey, what's man. wrong with this world? And that was probably the least offensive thing said. Here's the reason that we called. Uh, chilly day, huh? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Let's talk- looking ahead to tomorrow... There's going to be about six people that are in the building tomorrow. Are you still even going to make soup? Um, We'll probably put something out. Uh, it'll be more of a grab-and-go style day. So, what what do you do do the- Not, not, not going to do
1: an entree tomorrow, I don't think.
2: Oh. S- wow. So yeah. just like soup and salad kind of stuff. Maybe some pizzas. You never know. Oh,
0: that's good. Okay.
2: Yeah, I like pizza. I guess I'm like right. a ninja turtle, right, Brian? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we gotta well, go. <laughs> <laughs> ninja Turtle dubs, oh, hello. That's it. a good reference. All right. I bye. made the funny. Alright, right. Oh, you're still there. Alright, bye Brian. Um, bye. hey everybody, safe. stay safe out there. Salt your walks, shovel your drives, do your dirty. And let's talk tomorrow. Oh, Nine to do. Bye now.